Welcome to not the normal show that's on this feed. This is where the anime podcasts go, our regular anime podcast, The Great Gundam Project. Uh, this isn't that. There's no Gundam because this is a very special Patreon episode. We should we should give this a name, like the one anime podcast on the internet. <laughs> the only anime <laughs> podcast online. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, I am Jackson. I'm John Bam. And we're here to talk about Hello. anime. Hello. Uh, and the reason this exists is because uh, if you go to patreon.com slash abnormal mapping uh, and donate at the $20 here, you are able to uh, tell us what to do for an episode. And we are joined by someone who did just that. Say hello, Andy. Hi. Hi. I'm Andy. Hi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't know how to podcast. That's fine. Um, but I'm here. That's good. No, you you sent me uh, a message and was like, no, actually, I want to get into the backstory for this. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> you sent me a message with a choice uh, that like we couldn't decide on for about um, six messages going back and forth uh, between Love Live uh, and Revolutionary Girl Utena, but the movie of it, the sort of Adolescence of Utena, I think it's called. Yeah, um, yes. Adolescence apocalypse. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I forget. If, I think I was actually on Skype with you, and you like groaned at the idea of doing a tenor in twenty eighteen. I think I sighed a long time and then said, "We should do Love Live." I don't want to talk about a tenor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so we decided to watch uh, the first season of Love Live. We haven't seen season two. We might just see that in our spare time, but. If there's anything, uh, don't don't talk don't talk out of turn, Jackson. You don't know how I feel about this podcast or this anime. I didn't say anything. I just said that we might, okay. we might, we could do anything. Okay. I could do. A, shut up. <laughs> it's fine. I said something fine. I'm hosting the podcast, and you're like, I'm gonna throw you off, and it worked. And no, no, <laughs> not allowed. Fair enough. Um, but uh. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Love Live and what we thought about it. Uh, Andy is very excited to hear our takes and our feelings, because I know Andy enjoys Love Live a lot. Um, Uh, uh, Dying to know Jackson's idea of best girl. It's not not really going to surprise anyone. I don't know. I don't have a strong... strong... Before we get... Best girl has to wait till the end. Absolutely. I refuse. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, bit of background before we get into this. Love Live School Idol Project was uh, developed by Dengeki G's magazine, the music label Lantis, and animation studio Sunrise. It is a multimedia project 
it has a, like a gotcha game and some other games and a magazine thing and CDs and videos, manga adaptations, this anime that we watched. There's a lot of love live out there in the world. Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. There's, they are not done. There's like a movie that Sunshine's getting its movie uh, soon. The, yeah. uh, the project we're seeing, these girls started in 2010 and ended in, I think, 2016. Yeah. yeah, that was when but the Sunshine the, stuff started, right? I think. Yeah. No, no, Sunshine launched in 2015, but then all these voice actresses did one last final live, I think is what it was called, and then basically retired these characters. Uh, okay. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. Um, and yeah, and we watched the first 13 episodes uh, of the anime for this the, uh, this first series. This was like, I think it aired in 2013. Um, yep. Yep. And it is the cheapest show ever made. It's, so, so yes, value uh, engineered. <laughs> Andy, you wanted to know what our assumptions were. This was going to be going in, and I went into this assuming it was going to be love or uh, Kaon, but shit. And the actual truth is that it's Kaon, but like for everyone. And sometimes that's unfortunate, and sometimes it's fine. Uh, but it, I had the exact same expectation. We've both watched and love <laughs> Kaon, so like, <laughs> it, it was entirely shaped by that. Like, yeah, I was like, is this going to be Kaon? And the answer is yes. Yes, it is. But not as good, but also more broad. But like, yeah, uh, clearly like the four quadrant version of Kaon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that we're going into this, uh, not having to revisit the debate over whether Kaon is an all-time classic. I mean, because it just oh, it is. absolutely is. And also, we haven't seen season two yet, so don't say anything about yeah. season two of K-On. Yeah, don't. <laughs> uh, okay. I watched season one of K-On and then deliberately didn't watch season two because I, I'm still saving it. That show's so good. Yeah, I haven't gotten through season two yet either. Uh, uh, but season one of K-On, it, it's obviously hugely influential. It's just, it's just great TV. Yeah, for, yeah. Sh- for sure. Um, and so uh, back to back to idols. Back to idols. Yes. So. Um, because we're watching 13 episodes of anime, we're not we're not breaking it down by episode. It's just going to be a loose discussion about the show. Um, yeah. Uh, you've got, like, a light summary of the season, right? For us to... Yeah, I mean, I, this is basically what you could get off of Wikipedia, but yeah. uh, there is, the main girl, uh, Honoka, attends Otono Kizaka Academy. The school is being closed because they don't have enough applicants coming in every year because Japan is Japan and no babies are being born, basically. Uh, and they're like, oh, we need to save our school. And Honoka is like, what if we, what if I created a, a, an idol group because school idols are popular and that would help advertise the school. And it, this first season is about her gathering the people to apply to become a club and then being a club and then trying to perform enough to save the school, which of course they do over the course of the season. But then that happens like two thirds of the way in and they all have to decide what they do after they've saved the school. Now that they're all an idol group and kind of still enjoy doing that um is i would say the main drama of this first season because saving the school was always a granted that's just these stories are yes yeah uh, the school wasn't going to close down yep. uh, but yeah that's that just is... wait for the show where uh they have a plot like this and then the school actually closes down that's gonna be great that would be great i would love that <laughs> uh, the just the 80s movie that ends with them just watching as the youth center gets shut down oh well i guess shot is the bulldozing the building (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. as they're like sitting on the other in the park smoking weed and going like actually this is way better and then it does the like uh uh, under text of where everyone ended up and everyone ends up in a very different sad place (laughs) yeah uh that doesn't happen in love live this is the most by the numbers show that has ever been made 
Um, uh, yeah. Jackson, one of them is rich and they have a beach house. So they all get to go to the beach house for the weekend uh, and swim and sleep together and practice. And it's goofy and it's just in every one of I these don't shows. think I've seen a single one of these shows where that hasn't been true. Yeah. It's all of them. I mean, imagine being the kind of loser without a friend who doesn't have like a $10 million mansion. Yeah. Like, you know anyone like that? No, I, no. I mean, I, yeah, oh, I'm, okay. always, I'm always going to my friend's beach house. Yep. Um, I have not gone swimming in probably 15 years, to be perfectly honest. Uh, no, I went swimming for the first time like two years ago and then have not gone since. Nope. Um, and so I guess we need to get into what we thought of the show. Um, so what did we think? And what did you think of the show? Just go basic takes here. So I thought this show was actually really good and surprised me a lot mm -hmm. with what it was about. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess I was kind of just expecting the show I got, but the amount that I am emotionally invested in it, most of these characters mm -hmm. is, uh, is surprising to me. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I thought I would just be immune to the fucking Moe girls, but no, I am definitely not immune to the Moe girls. Uh, I will say that to my eternal frustration, every single musical sequence is full of PS3 looking cell shaded dancing figures, and I hate it. It's the thing I will complain about most of this show. I know that it's very expensive to animate nine girls dancing, and that's why they didn't do it, but man, I wish they had done that. Uh, yeah. That gets better. I mean, that gets better, it, the, even over the nice. course of the season, it gets better. And then the the OVA yeah. like gets better than that, but it's still like, the, it's rough. It's 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 rough, and else like you know, there's a line which I assume they won't ever cross of we just animated this most extravagant sequence every three episodes. Like it's a whole thing. Um, I, I I would hope, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but we'll, I'll find out eventually. Maybe that the movie is more hand animated than this, but. Uh, the thing that happened is that the problem is the more that they hand animate the songs, the times when they do cut to the uh, <laughs> CG figures, they look even worse compared to everything else. Yeah. yeah it's, th there are some shows in this vein that just cut the crap. They just 3D animate all of the musical sequences. And oh, I, can no. respect, I, I can respect the choice because that is so much money you are dropping every time you show a shot of 2D. Just make the show yeah. 3D at that point. Like, Land of the Lustrous exists. You can do it. Yeah, uh, the, I think yeah. there are some more recent ones that are just going along that route. Uh, I think Sally Amaki's show. I don't know if y'all follow Sally Amaki. Um, I don't know if she no. even has a show yet, but uh, uh, some other newer project along this line. Uh, every piece of media from it is just 3D because... Mm -hmm. why even force us to go through that suffering of seeing the transition yeah no for sure um uh so unsurprisingly i felt like my takes pretty much line up exactly with yours m <laughs> like just literally identical just we <laughs> expected the same thing and then thought the same thing afterwards because we are the same person sometimes um i was not like the first few episodes i was getting through and i was like this is fine i guess uh and then by the end when they had their like brief falling out that you knew everything would be fine but they were still kind of annoyed at each other i was like oh no they have to get back together this this won't do um and obviously they did and it was very I, yeah i didn't expect to be so like emotionally invested in the relationships by the end of the show 
Yes, and the thing that we were told when other people found out we were doing this is that season one is the bad season, so I can't even imagine that being true. Well, I, I can see how that is true, because the weakest parts of the show are the parts where there are three episodes of, in a row that are like identical, because they have to convince everyone to join the band, because before they join the band, they are ideologically opposed to the band on various reasons, which is, of course, like overcome by bringing everyone into one group. All anime is one anime, but it's a trick that I like a lot. Um... So it's fine, uh, and the the parts that are better are when it's just they're just hanging out and it's a comedy show. I assume you just get way more of that next time. I mean, but there there's an entire episode about how adorable Hanayo is, where she is scared to approach anyone, and it's actually the best. Okay, one that's because the... she can't come in the group because she's too scared, and it melted my whole heart. I mean, yes, that is the best one, but then there's two more of those episodes. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that's true. I I think. My, my advanced idols take is that they're just <laughs> wrestling. Uh, and the thing about it is, with all of these cheap gimmicks, like someone just being really shy and afraid to talk to everyone, I know it's cheap. I know it's cheap, but it's still... I go wild for it. Because mm-hmm. it, it just... It, it works. Well, so there's the there's the gimmick where, oh, this is the one that is scared of everyone, and I will always fall for that one. Me too. Cheap pops, getting it. But then there's the one that is just, like, sexually assaulting everyone for laughs, and that's the one I'm not into. This is the uh, nuclear go-home heat. Yeah. X-Pac uh, yeah. heat for Nozomi. Because, <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't understand what it, any it of these sucks. words mean. <laughs> Roman Reigns, right, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, the thing is that Nozomi shouldn't suck because her actual thing is being the one that is behind the scenes fixing everything, but the way she does mm-hmm. that also, is grabbing everyone's tits. Also, she's like the fucking goth girlfriend who's reading tarot cards and works as a shrine maiden, and she should be great. Except, yes, her whole thing is that she's going to grab everyone to make them like bend to her will. Uh, which is played just as, like, she is, like, giving them noogies or whatever. But that's not what that is, ga- show. That's not what that is. Uh, yeah, so yeah, let's, it's real bad. Let's go down the girls uh, and give them their one-line gimmicks. Just so everyone, who, in case you haven't watched, like, knows the deal. Um, like, there is uh, main girl, Hanukkah, who is, like, ditzy. That's Naruto. Uh, she is Yui. the Goku of this show. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes. She is a Goku. Uh, as her best friend the heart and soul <laughs> as her best friend Umi who is like controlling and like a perfectionist uh, Umi second best girl uh, this might be correct <laughs> I really like that, that's Umi a, that's a hot take I, to I've, me I saw people don't like Umi apparently in the show specifically in the show compared to her uh, game form or whatever I don't know Umi's fine um, I forget their names what are their ne- what is um, is it Katori is the next one yes yes uh, Katori is her she's supposed to be like the even ditzier friend but actually she's just like quietly competent and getting stuff done yeah she doesn't have yeah. as much of a yeah. gimmick because she becomes like the source of most of the drama in the back half of the season like has actual motivations and stuff in lieu of gimmicks well she's the one who like cares about everyone yes in a way that like honoka does not because honoka is impervious to understanding people <laughs> Goku. <laughs> yes yeah. um and they're all second-year students. That is important. Those are all second-year students. Uh, then there are the mm-hmm. first yes. years, um, who yep. is Maki, who is uh, rich, but like cares about everyone, but secretly because they're really aloof and won't ever admit it. Yes. Also, like her family owns a hospital and expect her to become a doctor or whatever, and she just plays music yep. and is generally distant. Um, 
what was I forget everyone's names. What is the sad girl, uh, the shy girl's name? Uh, there's Hanayo. Hanayo. She is Hanayo? she is yeah. shy. She wants to be an idol, but can't even talk to people. Um, I love her. She's the one who hides behind her glasses until she decides to be an idol, and then she gets contacts, which she should have kept the glasses. It was much cuter. Act- it was a good look. Be mad about the lack of glasses. <laughs> Yes, I understand it's easier to perform in context. I get it, but she should have kept the glasses. Considering uh, also, everyone... Ha- oh, you go. You, what, what are you going to say? Uh, her gimmick in the back half of the season is being the idol club uh, second only to... Uh, sorry, sorry. Some, someone else we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, the second most into idols person in yeah. the entire show. Idol nerd. Yes. Um, then there is Rin, who is the, the, yep. the final first year. Um, yeah, Rin is the tomboy who never wanted to do this, but now is really into it. Now that she's convinced, her gimmick because, also uh, is a literal ha- cat. Yeah, yeah, they just draw her with the cat mouth the whole time. <laughs> yes, uh, Hanayo won't join the idol group unless Rin comes with her, and then Rin gets dragged in and uh, is great. Her, I like Rin. her gimmick is MC Hammer uh, like parachute pants. I guess that's true. I wouldn't call that her gimmick, but it is her look. <laughs> it is her look. She had them like in all the athletic scenes, and I was like, man, commit, because she makes it work. Yep. Um, and uh, the year. first, uh, the first years we have, or sorry, third years, yes, we have Nozomi, who is the vice president of the student council, who we mentioned. She is into reading cards. She is the one who names the group, which is Muse, and uh, guides everything from behind the scenes. You have uh, Ellie. Yep. Ellie is the student council president she was a russian ballerina when she was a child uh <laughs> she doesn't want to join this the idol club be- or even let it exist because one uh the the school what's like the principal or whatever refuses to let her like unilaterally try to save the school as the council president and she's like if i can't save the school no one can save the school and also she doesn't think that the idols are good enough at dancing to like rate next to everyone else yep and then there's Nico. Uh, but she is, she is like the most responsible person. Also, uh, she just like says the one Russian word that any Japanese person would know over and over again. She Harsha. surely does. She does that every five seconds. And I'm like, man, okay, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yes. The Russian one. Uh, and then we have uh, Nico. Uh, Nico is the tiny girl who is very mysterious and wears sunglasses and sneaks around for the, most of the first half of this season. And then it is re- uh, they find out that she is in charge of the Idol Research Club. She's the only member. Everyone else quit because she's too intense. And she sits in a room full of Idol DVDs and obsesses over Idols. Uh, and is the one who starts to instruct them on how to do this, like, for real when they join up. Uh, uh, she is all about the presentational... Like, she's the one who, like, lives the gimmick 24-7, if we're continuing mm-hmm. with our wrestling booking. <laughs> yep. Uh, so... Another way to phrase uh, Nico's gimmick is that she's the greatest idol in the universe. Uh, in her own yeah, words. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Is that, is that a wrestling thing? It's the greatest wrestling. Uh, no, it's just. Uh, oh, that, okay. I can't tell anymore. She <laughs> describes herself as like the number one idol and the yes. greatest idol in the universe, and uh, everyone else is trash and so on and so forth. Yeah, no. To be fair, Nico maybe has one of the my favorite scenes in this entire uh, series where uh, they're shooting the video of like everyone just hanging <laughs> out like their behind the scenes thing. And uh, she comes in in her like Nico, Nico, knee idol persona. And they're like, no, 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 this is supposed to be candid. And she's like, oh, candid. I've prepped for this. And then turns into like this demure Japanese schoolgirl <laughs> thing that she has never done before, but has entirely prepared at a second's notice. It's art. Oh, it's so good. Um <laughs> My yeah, God, her, like, I'm not usually like this. 
Yeah, uh, having prepared the entire like, I'm usually just a regular schoolgirl. I, I, being an idol is an honor, and it's something I do. And then like the camera cuts, and everyone has left the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Also worth noting, while she claims to be the anime girl who can't cook, she is in fact a good cook. I was uh, watching more her. on that later. Oh. Because I was watching her cook yeah. and she serves everyone food. And I'm like, is this, are we going to get the scene? Is the scene about to happen? And everyone just eats the food. And I was like, whoo, victory. Yeah, because at first she's like, oh, no, I have a cook. I don't know how to cook. And then she makes a delicious curry for everyone. I mean, that was clearly a lie. I never bought that she didn't, you know, how, she had actually had a cook. She spent that entire episode being like, uh, I'm rich too, guys. I'm a third year. I'm rich. I have a boat, everyone. <laughs> um, and everyone ignores her. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, um, I had a surprisingly good time with the whole season. Um, I think the back half was better than the first half. I would agree. Uh, once it, like the group was established and the like conflict could play out and it built to the ending, um, I basically, uh, pretty much apart from Nozomi's like if the, the two, my big problems with the like cast are uh, I don't like Nozomi's horniness and I don't really I don't like I was not prepared for how uncomfortable Nico's design is in moments. Uh, in what way? I just, I have had the least exposure to, like, Lolita-type stuff, right, in character design, mm. in anime. And, like, I know it's a trope, I know it's a thing, and everyone's just kind of numb to it, but I was just not ready. Like, she's just a child, and she looks like a child in ways that are, like, very obviously false, so that just, you know, uh, I just don't like it. Even though I like her character a lot, I think she's fun. Uh, she's just a tiny girl. Uh, uh, which yeah, is... I, I think. Oh, you go. I, I, I. This is just me, but I am willing to lend it a little bit of. I, I give it a little leeway because I can see that just being, a high school girl who happens to be physically small. Um, but maybe that's wrong. Oh sure, but for me, it's more that like, um, the designs in this show are, are like everyone is only separated by eye color, hair and tit size those are the only physical differences a girl can have and so suddenly you have one that has exactly the same face but they've kind of squished the body uh it just look it just like breaks the design of the show in a lot of ways because they haven't actually given anyone like things like silhouettes Um, they all have identically rosy knees at all times (laughs) like i should assume this is partially because the show was made for a budget of like sex six pence um and uh like you know you gotta you just copy and paste things as much as you can because you can't you can't draw that much. It's not even enough time. Um, but also the 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 way everyone just looks the same, and then one of them took off their glasses. I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the the other uh, the thing that in addition to this is like having come off of Kaon, this show leans into like we need to make sure this appe- this show appeals to like the men who are going to buy anime figures. So sometimes it just like has everyone act in ways that are clearly meant for that audience Mm -hmm. and while it's not like outright gross fan service aside from nozomi's whole thing um it's obviously fan service sometimes for the sake of it and when that happens i roll my eyes and i'm like man i wish this show was not that sometimes like like what i want is chaos i guess at all times (laughs) unsurprisingly (laughs) yeah no we all do we all do no but like this like uh, there's basically zero men in the entire universe of love live oh it's really good which which is good and refreshing um, you know, which is the thing you always want from these shows. You don't want them to like get into that ever. Uh, and um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, uh, and, and my thing was like, I don't. So, 
who, as someone who basically knows nothing other than Twitter, who are idols actually for? What is the audience of this stuff? Every, like everyone, like everyone, right? Everyone, yeah. Well, 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 yes, explicitly everyone. Uh, I, I can be a little real with you and say the, the content of an idol audience mm-hmm. might, by volume, lean towards men. Yeah, that's my question, because, like, the way the show works by basically not having any men in it, but talking about idols as a concept constantly as this, like, validating uh, aspirational thing that these girls want to be, essentially sells idols as a thing, like, that is removed from the, like, any, you know, completely sanded down of any kind of, like, awkwardness or, you know, mm -mm, to the context of what that, like, means, Uh, which is, Mm -hmm. like, obviously what you do for a show like this, but then they talk about this stuff in, like, detail. Uh, So it was just kind of strange, that that side of things. Uh, Uh, Well, yeah, if if there were men in the show, then the girls would have boyfriends, and then everyone would send these voice actresses death threats like they do actual idols when they have boyfriends. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Because the stuff I liked about it was the way it got into portraying, like, idols as this, um, like, the labor behind being something like that, right? The the work that goes in to having to have this persona all the time to have to do all these dance moves. Like, that is where, the like, most of the content of the show is. Uh, but then they can't actually talk about any of the other stuff because, like, the second you touch it, the whole world burns down. <laughs> uh, sort of a related take is, uh, you remember in episode, I think, three... Uh, when they're about to do their first concert, and Umi's freaking out because uh, the shirt on the co- the skirt on the costume is really short, mm-hmm. uh, and she says, "Oh, I'll just go perform in my school uniform then," uh, which has an identically short skirt. Yep. Uh, yes. No, it was baffling because <laughs> honestly, I think those costumes might be a little longer than the school uniforms are. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the thing is, like, they try to show this drama of people like not being ready to be an idol or like being aspirational to be an idol but from the first second they show up in the show they're already in idol mode already they're already like in this space so the show just like by design can't really sell that very well it works a lot better once everyone already is an idol and is like dealing with baggage about being an idol or is uh, i don't know like being mad at each other because they don't think they're good enough idols or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, but like, I also like the way that the show essentially settled on like they're not that good. Uh, this is <laughs> like, which is again. So I went the other way where I looked at like the like the little clips of Arise we see, and I'm like, oh, Arise suck too. <laughs> but that's what they do. They basically say that this entire school idols thing is people playing at something. Um, and that's, that's like fine. they're decent they're decent but it's not that serious they're here to have fun yeah like it, the way it settles on like this is just a thing people do and this is fun rather than we have to like surpass everyone to become the best otherwise it's not real uh because that's like the, the critique that like two characters uh over the course of the show present them and order them to stop doing things forever uh under like that like with that argument um and the show eventually settles on it being like, it's fine. You just like to sing and dance together. It's fun. It's good. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, I assume season two is them competing in the yeah, Love Live, so yeah, I don't know how look, much that's going to <laughs> I'm sure they'll win it and it'll be amazing. But look, we haven't seen season two of K and I'm sure they'll actually put out more than one song in two years at some point and we'll be <laughs> grumpy about that. Like, it's the same thing. <laughs> Why would you ever put, a, put out a song after Fula Fula Time? It's the I greatest song ever. No one's met a better one. 
eventually they have to be cool enough to produce don't say lazy so <laughs> which yeah. they are not at the start of that show or the end of yes. it yes no uh don't say lazy whips um, yeah which i guess is a good segue um, to talk about the songs so yeah. you were really down on them i instead downloaded the game and have played like 15 hours of it so i'm like all in on some of these songs at least being all right i'm not really down on them i think they're okay i think they're, they're very variable uh, yeah i think some are much better uh, than others the biggest banger of the entire show is in the second season i assume that's uh, snow halation the one that everyone knows yeah yeah uh but i i don't d- dislike the songs here they're good yeah they're all right yeah, i'm not anti the songs they're fine yep um i think uh, I, the worst one is unfortunately to me probably the one they do when they all are at the maid cafe i don't like that song very much uh isn't uh, that... the one with the worst production yes I don't, isn't, that's the one that uh, Katori has to write about being a maid. Yes, yes. yes. About all the good By the things. way, Katori works at a maid cafe? Yeah, also she's the yep. legendary maid of Akaba, because of course she is, because of course she is, because of course. Yep. I mean, how else are they going to afford all those costumes? <laughs> yeah, I know. Also, uh, they settle into explaining, like, halfway through the season that the school's closing because of birth rates, and that makes sense, but they go to the nicest school on Earth. <laughs> yep. It has an archery range. It has like yeah, a full the... studio grade soundboard in the auditorium. It has it doesn't... two alpacas. Does it have an? It doesn't have an archery range. That's yes, it does. It... I was interpreting yeah. that as like her family's archery stuff. Was that at school? No, that is she is yes she is part of arch. She does archery at school. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's up with the llamas or the alpacas? But I then. Guess? But then they go to like they go to the a, a, uh, the Arise School, and that is like literally the My Hero Academia giant like skyscraper school. Also, so giant billboards animated yeah. on the outside of it, uh, where your school idol group is doing clips. Uh, I can't tell with anime where the parody of. Um... I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that this is, like, what school is, but I can't tell what's meant to be read as a parody in anime of, like, ridiculous education and what's meant to just be earnestly, here's what our school is, right? Because there is no difference yeah. between the shows that have exaggerated uh, educational portrayals in order to, like, make a point and make jokes about, like, what schools is, like schools are uh, and the shows that aren't that and just have ridiculous schools anyway because that's what anime is. Like, there's no functional yeah, difference it's... between this and, like, Assassination Classroom in, on some level. Well, the, the principal here is not evil. <laughs> no, but like the big school that Arise go to is the same school yeah. as that as Assassination Classroom. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They don't seem like they're like, like Arise don't seem like they're evil. Like we see them at the very end being amazed at how cool Muse are. Like I bet they're also nice girls. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they are. But I, I don't mean it's got the, like the stuff going on inside. Yeah. Uh, but it's still ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just can't tell like how what is up with the way this because it's obviously like deliberate in some shows like i've seen the beginning of kill the kill like there are entire shows that are about how ridiculous this stuff is uh but then in the shows that aren't about that there's still the student council that controls everything yeah Uh, i cannot imagine that is true of any actual schools oh someone's getting arrested yeah we've been watching love live (laughs) oh oh yeah uh big windows here uh oh that's all right yeah Yeah, that's fine no they're coming for you (laughs) They're um, arresting you. The best girl opinions. I also greatly appreciate the everyone's sisters in this show. There's a good supporting cast here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Honoka's younger sister is just a cartoon. Uh, she is hilarious every time they barge in on her uh, doing something weird. Yep. Um, Ellie's sister, Alyssa, does not know what Japanese things are because she lived in Russia. So she just keeps... That, that scene where she just, just keeps bringing them soups. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> she's so cute. She comes up yeah. to them. She hands her a soup. And she basically goes, this is not a drink. Buy me a drink. <laughs> and then she brings them another soup. It's great. You know. uh, uh, I don't know if y'all caught it, but uh, the director girl... Uh, the director lady, rather... Uh, is uh, Kotori's mother. Yeah, I did catch yes. that. I was like, wait, we okay. meant to, was that meant to be a surprise? Hang on. No, she she no, mentioned no. it in the first episode because they're like, did you ask your mom about this? And she's like, yeah, she couldn't tell me anything. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, y'all just mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But... And they have, they have the same hair. Also. Yes, also they have the exact same haircut. <laughs> uh, Kotori's mom's is a little bit darker because she's uh, mature and professional. Yep. Well, the thing I like actually liked about this is that almost the entire like uh, Honoka, Kotori, uh, Maki, and Ellie all have parents who went to this school. Like it's a it's about this like generational thing. Like mm-hmm. everyone had parents who went here, and like I want the ridiculous like Naruto flashback of everyone's <laughs> parents also being an idol group at some point in like the eighties. We're never gonna get that, but boy, do I want oh, it! Oh, what was that eighties idol group? They're not gonna write like 80s idol songs no but i Uh, wish they would this was definitely missing a uh the gang finds sawako's uh old photo album uh oh yes (laughs) the metal band (laughs) oh man i know that Uh, every five seconds we say it's not as good as k-on but it's not it's fine i had i like i know that you were dead less into the songs because you generally are not as into like this kind of bubblegummy japanese pop music the way i like i grew up on this kind of music in like the late 90s mm-hmm. so i'm all here for it i think most of this stuff is pretty decent i've been playing it a lot put actual money into this goddamn video I, game I, based on this anime. i'm not bad down on the songs. i think the songs are fine i think they vary a lot i i think they don't all have like good hooks i just don't think like i'm fine with the production of stuff i'm fine with like ridiculous bubblegum songs i just wish the some of the choruses were a bit catchier um yeah it's really all it is that's i mean yeah like the love live project is not going to be producing actual number one hits like yeah this is the problem with having a show about musicians is you can't actually like it's hard to just actually make a really fantastic song i mean like the snow is the song in season two that everyone loves and it, it's a banger it is it is a song that people love for a reason like they did it they made yeah, it a great no, song. i know um it, it's not like out of the realm possibility uh yeah i like that the song that plays at the start and the end of the show the ridiculous one with the horns because i like a good horn <laughs> yeah i've always said that <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh... And, and I mean, with respect to this, uh, they they hired a bunch of voice actors and told them, "Okay, now you have to become singers and dancers too." That's that's what this project is. Sorry. I mean, I assume that's like that's known in anime circles, right? Like that is a yeah, that is yeah, a, it's a thing. That's a thing. Like basically, um, I've I've seen a lot of shows have the cast also perform a bunch of songs, uh, because that's like the job, right? Like. Yeah, this is to an extreme of that, um, but it's not it's not an uncommon thing with uh, anime and how it's produced. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm just saying everyone kind of accepts it in that spirit of it's it's not going to be uh, all time greatest hits. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be pretty good songs, pretty good dancing. Uh, it is pretty funny when these like very clearly like written by a team of people 
uh, produced songs uh, are introduced to the show by being overheard as Maki just playing them to herself on a piano as things she wrote. Uh, that is always funny. Anytime there's like a show about uh, like pop songs, about a pop band that write their own songs, they always introduce the person singing them. It's usually on acoustic guitar or piano, and it just sounds like the fakest thing on earth. It's incredible. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, as someone who likes like movies like Step Up, there is always the girl who like is classically trained at piano, but really wants to make real music that people listen to. And it just sounds who like plays bangers yeah. on a piano. <laughs> and it's always like I want to tell the real stories, and it's just the full chords. And she's like. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It's always good. Yeah, no, this has that as well. And then Hanukkah's face with her ridiculous applause. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a show of good faces. Uh, it's just characters all the time bringing the emotion for us. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I fault it for this cheap heat. Not cheap. Uh, cheap pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish they went further with some of the physical comedy because I think it's good. Right, like there's not, there are less gags in this show than I would have expected because I thought it was like funnier, uh, and it's pretty funny, but it ends up being more just kind of, uh, there is more drama than I expected and less comedy, I guess. Yeah, uh, like the comedy bits I think are good. There's that bit with Nico. There's Nico stealing everyone's fries and burgers in like episode <laughs> like three, five. But that episode uh, begins and- with her like. Oh, so she's like in in her disguise mode with her gla- sunglasses, but then Hanukkah sees her and kind of like sneaks up to the wall, but announcing sneak, 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 <laughs> and then she gets knocked over, and there's like a ten second shot of Nico's uh, fist coming out and then flicking one finger at her head. <laughs> yep. And then the next scene, she has a band aid on her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> also, she is like eavesdropping on them in the mcdonald's like in a giant like high fashion hat that this little boy sees and goes it's a poop mom <laughs> the poop is running yeah <laughs> yeah uh, uh that stuff's great uh, the the pillow fight in the beach uh episode is really good yes. i thought that was great uh her uh Annika just eating cookies after everyone decides to turn off the lights and go to bed very good <laughs> Uh, every time a show like this has a beach episode and it isn't that gross, uh, like I, a bunch of acne just falls off my face. Uh, I, 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 I just gained three years on my life. Uh, yeah, she doesn't really grab anyone's tits in the in that episode. It's all the other episodes. No, it, it's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, nice and yeah. chill. She actually uh, has some nice like warm moments with Maki in that in that one. Mm-hmm. The the one thing that is really funny about that beach episode is Nico, in aligning with her personality, wears the swimsuit of a seven year old to the beach. Like her weird frilly top is like a thing a child would wear. Yep. Sure is. Yep. I I mean, according to her gimmick, she's trying to be this exaggerated image of cuteness. Yep. And no, I understand. In the, in the OVA, it's she a little is hard mad. to watch sometimes. She is mad in the OVA when an actual child shows up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. She's like, that, "This is not allowed. That's cheating." <laughs> yeah, we also watched the OVA for this, yes. which is 15 minutes. It's like a weird little, like, funny, almost like not quite a ghost story, but it definitely plays in that trope a little bit. And then it does the song from the beginning of the video game. Yep, uh, I haven't caught the OVA actually. Y'all want to okay. catch me up? Uh, it's just, everyone's in a dream, and, like, it starts with Maki in a dream, and then she wakes up, and she's telling, uh, Hayaka, or Hanako, uh, Haya, Hanayo, sorry, about the dream, and, uh, then it turns out they're all actually in the dream, where there's, like, a 
young child Maki running around and everyone is kind of weird about it. And then they, it like literally cuts to them singing the song that's at the front of the video game. <laughs> it's just, it is like a short, like eight minute animation and then a full like six minute music video. And that's it. I'll take that. Yeah. Yep. It is very clearly a, hey, you bought the DVD. Here's what you want. Then we spent a little bit more money yeah. on this stuff. Yeah, there's there's a really cute uh, scene because like the music video is like about this endless party and it's kind of sleepover themed in like the cutaways. And there's this really cute scene where Umi does her hair up like uh, Nozomi <laughs> and they just like have pigtails together and it's adorable. Yeah, that's good. That is good stuff. <laughs> yep. Uh, s- some of the best stuff in the show for me is when the girls like just really like each other and love each other for being on their own bullshit. Like, uh, yep. I think it's the the scene where Nico finally joins the gang is the one where she, like, goes into her club room uh, th- expecting to be alone. And then everyone just treats her like uh, the uh, leader of everyone calls her like Mrs. President and stuff. That that is my shit. When, when everyone's just like, yes, we love you, Nico. Come be with us. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing this show does is like everyone... There is a conflict, but then it is solved by everyone just being so nice to each other and friends that that wins everything. And it's like, you know, it's the most uh, kind of uh, wrote by the numbers anime plotting, but it like is earnest enough about that. That's fine. I, I like it when everyone's friends. It's good. Uh, I'm not above this. Um, yeah. Uh, and then like, uh, I, I really like the final, the final couple of episodes because every single one of these shows has a dramatic twist in the final couple of episodes. Uh, um, and it, it can it can vary, right? Because I this show I this slice of the show I watched um, way back, um, uh, Katurasan or whatever. I don't know how well known that is, but if the one like a reference point I have, like that one is a killer shows up. Uh, what? So, uh, what? Uh, so so in that one, uh, like a serial killer attacker shows up, uh, and then you have the other end of the spectrum, which is Kaon, where Yui gets a cold. Um, <laughs> these are equally dramatic twists in the shows. Or uh, Honoko dies. Um, which, this one also is Yui gets a cold, but slightly more dramatic. And someone's leaving. Uh, yeah, the Honoka f- collapsing from being sick is actually, like, way before... Like, it's enough before the end that I don't count it as the end dramatic. It is oh, okay. all about Katori leaving. Yeah. Uh, Katori leaving. And I liked how that re- ended up resolving, because the way it worked out was that... Um, it was, no one could talk to each other, apparently. <laughs> Uh, yes and it was and then umi had to like bring uh like um hanako had quit so no one was no one was being idols anymore except um nico uh Rin in the first years i think the, uh not maki wasn't being i think it was just the, the two. yeah uh, which i like that rin is still one of them Yes. Best friend. I mean, Rin and Hanayo are like actually like being idols. They like they are the least affected by any drama of the characters in this show. Yeah, they're having a good time. Uh, yeah. And then like uh, Umi's monologue to um uh, to Hanako is really good, being like, you know, she like she likes her foreign transfer and everything, but she, she's not going to stay unless you tell her to stay. She wants you to tell her that. No one knows how to communicate. Go tell her you want her, and she will stay. And so you get the very you know traditional her running to the airport to stop her uh, while the music plays, and it's very good and it's very sweet. And then they all come back and perform one last song. Yeah, uh, I think in terms of form. It's really nice that uh, Honoka collapsing, they don't actually get to go to a love live. That is not the actual climax of the season. 
that's something I, that happened. Yeah, I really expected. I really expected because the, the I was watching this on Verve, and the final episode is it's like called music start or whatever. And the little preview image was the song that they perform in the opening, uh, like video. And so I assumed that that song was what they performed at the love live at the end of this show. And I'm really glad that's not how it went. Yeah. No, I also uh... assumed that that was going to be like, it would get to that part of the show. Like, like the, the pre-title sequence of the final episode would cut into the title sequence, which would be them do it right. It writes itself. Um, yes. Uh, but luckily it wasn't that. I don't know. I really liked it being a kind of smaller thing. I'm sure they will then go and win the Love Life next year and be the greatest idols of all time. But I like the, the smallness of I the mean, ending. Yeah, y'all know what time it is for uh, season two. Uh, but for this, it's competitively, it didn't work out. But like the whole rest of the show, the real point was that we're friends and we like being idols together. And oh, it's so sweet. Yep. I looked up the plot of the movie, so I don't, I'm really excited to watch that. Movie. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to watch it. I do want to keep going at some yeah, at some kind of pace. We'll see. Um, Thirteen episodes, season is nice and short. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should uh, best girl. And if you want to continue watching this, do you think you're going to Jackson? You said you wanted to. Yeah, I want to. Um, okay. I don't know. Like I don't know when I like. There are a lot of things I want to watch, so I might end up slipping, but I would like to. Uh, best girl, Jackson. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for this. Like, I I don't have, like, a character who's like, yes, this is the character I love the most. I like most of them. I really like Umi. Um, I really like... Uh, I guess it would have to be Umi by default, but I like Hanukkah as well, and I like um, the really shy one. I can never know her name. Hano. Yeah, Hano Yo. Uh, but I also like Maki, because I, I really like Maki's episode on the beach, which is like, I can't, I'm too... I can't let everyone know I'm friends with them. <laughs> Uh, but that stuff is good. But yeah, I I basically like all of them. I don't really have any like real standout characters that I really love. But I I you know I guess by default I would go Umi. Okay, uh, Andy, who is your best girl? I know uh, you've seen all this. So I'll start out by saying that uh, after the rewatch, uh, I really like Nozomi a lot less. I was willing to give it a lot more leeway on my first watch, and now rewatching it, it was just painful. Uh, I think she it's is. really it's mostly it's mostly episode seven, but yeah, it's it's generally bad when this happens. I'll be willing to say that Nozomi is my number nine, uh, and okay. for number one, uh, I'm a Nico Mark. Like all of that stuff, uh, just her being on her bullshit all the time, uh, never breaking character. It's great. I love it. I just eat that stuff up. Um, I watched this with my partner and we already agreed that we're going to watch season two. Uh, I'm really excited for it. I will probably also watch Sunshine because uh, half of that game is characters I don't know. And so I just skip those chapters. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know any of you yet. I need to watch the show before I can enjoy it. Those are the like, stuff. a cause, right? Is there a band? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like vaguely nautical themed. It looks like they live in the country, maybe. I don't know. It sounds fun. They live in the middle of nowhere uh, by a beach. So cool. Yeah. Uh, and all the gimmicks are does someone, hey, uh, does someone, way more ridiculous. Does one of the rich people have like a really big house in the city then? What's going on here? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, are, are y'all okay with mild spoilers? I mean, you can tell us like gimmick, gimmick stuff, but the light light stuff would be best. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, one of the characters is the director and uh, is way richer than even Maki. Like, okay. ridiculously rich. Comically okay, sure. rich. Maki's already like anime rich, so I don't know how. Like, all right, sure, whatever, sure, anime. 
Uh, and if I had to pick a best girl, uh, it's Maki. Absolutely, hands down. I love her aloofness, it, big mood. Um, Ellie is probably a very close second. Ellie's great. Uh, I just like the responsible characters who are not here for all of this teenage bullshit. That's who I was as a kid. That's who I am as an adult. Yep. Uh, secretly wishing that you were as carefree as your carefree friends, but uh, never presenting as such. <laughs> never. Could never. Couldn't be me. Maki yep. <laughs> just watching everyone like uh, run around in the pillow fight, like, couldn't be me. Could not be me. <laughs> yep. Uh, but also Umi just actually not waking up until someone accidentally wakes her up is really good. <laughs> I-, I was watching that yeah. pillow fight game. Why haven't they, like, started animating this with, like, big whooshy, like, pillow effects. I was I was waiting for them to, like, bring the shonen animation as part of the gag. And it took them a while, but then Umi woke up and uh, it really kicked off. <laughs> yep. Just... It did It did the, like, horror anime shaky cam and then the full-on shonen <laughs> pillow launching. It's really good. And then people just getting knocked out and then, like, just not getting up. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, good show. Um, yeah. Well, that is- yeah, I, I had a way better time with this than I expected to. Same. Uh, this was good. It reminded me that anime can be good, even if I don't like the look of a lot of modern anime. It can still be fun to watch and enjoy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and I think this show wasn't ever trying to be capital G good. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it It is not an all-time classic. It, it is not Utena, uh, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. Like the whole yeah. the whole show is fun. Yeah, uh, it is. It's good. I had a good time. So uh, I guess that is love life. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you would like to make us watch an anime, uh, you're allowed to. That is uh, one of our Patreon tiers at Patreon.com/slash/normapping. Yeah, if you want to hear us talk about uh, not cute girls and just the most serious war shit every week, you can uh, pledge $1 a month to get The Great Gundam Project, which is me and Jackson going deep, like, episode by episode, two a week uh, on Mobile Suit Gundam. We are currently watching Double Zeta. Yes, we are. Um, which, you know, sometimes not that different than Love Live, uh, basi- this early ba- Double Zeta basically stuff. Basically the same show. <laughs> we want to talk about some anime comedy. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're recording that after this. Andy, where are you on the internet? Do you want to plug? If you have anything to plug, feel free. No, I'm not. I'm not going to blow up my spot like that. Uh, okay. In yeah. secret, in the shadows, Andy is there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've we've released this as a free episode. So um, nice. Did, uh, if people want to uh, listen to more um, more anime podcasts, it is at Patreon.com/slash/NoMapping, like we said. Uh, but that's nice. it. We're done. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks. Thank you, Andy, for joining us. Had fun being thrown in the booth by y'all. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. I don't have right. an outro. Everyone leave. Let's go. We're leaving. Goodbye. I mean, there's there's a pop song playing over this right now. So I'm sure there is. Cue snow halation. Nope. Editors, cue snow halation no, right here. We didn't. We don't. No, we, we, it'll, it'll be the, the ending, ending of the show. The show. We, uh, use, we use the opening and the ending. <laughs> this is how the podcast works. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to find a dance remix of Forever Amaro. Mm-hmm.